What's up, my friends? Welcome to Rebel and Create's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast, where we hear real stories from real men living real lives. I'm your guide, Ned Shout. Fatherhood is not only about being a dad, it incorporates providing and serving a home, loving and serving a spouse, engaging and serving in a community, as well as intentionally serving your kiddos. And this podcast episode with my friend Randy Mason is just so in tune with that past statement. Um, Randy Mason is a hip hop artist and musician. He is an intentional father to six. He is a loving husband and he is totally engaged in his community, helping children be creative. I'm excited for you to learn more about him. In this podcast, the thing that really stuck out to me is us talking about as a man, as a father, staying true to dreams that are inside of you. And if those dreams are just a past memory, the importance of going back and rekindling that fire around whatever it is that's inside of you, whatever it is that you're passionate about. Because you are a dad, that does not mean that you have to let go of those things. And it's not just good for you. It is good for your marriage. It is good for your kiddos. It is good for your relationships for you to not let those dreams die. So I'm excited for you to hear this conversation. I think this is really going to be helpful uh, to those of us who think like, oh, I used to do this or I used to do that. Don't forget, we have launched a Father's Day gift um, with Rebel and Create called Adventure of Fatherhood Box. And uh, we made just 50 of them just to test it out, see how you like it. But it's such a rad gift to give a father on Father's Day. It has an Adventure of Fatherhood t-shirt, has the Rebel and Create Fatherhood Legacy Journal, uh, a mug, as well as a bag of the delicious Valiant Coffee, which I did a podcast a couple weeks ago with Eric Werner, one of the owners um, of Valiant Coffee. And go listen to that because it'll just make you love the coffee even more hearing his story. Um, but I want you to think about this. If you are a father, you have a important opportunity uh, and role to play when another father becomes a father. So say right now you know somebody who just had a kid. It would be rad for you to welcome that person into fatherhood and the Adventure of Fatherhood box would be a great way to do it. You can put a custom note in there saying, brother, welcome to fatherhood. You have what it takes because what I find is a lot of times men stumble into their role of being a father and you have the opportunity as a father now to invite them in. So that's a great way to do that. Uh, If you like this podcast, please share it, write a review. It helps when other dudes are looking to elevate their fatherhood game, that when they're looking around online, they will find this podcast if it is talked about, reviewed, rated, etc. Go follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Stay in tune with all things Rebel and Create. Enjoy this conversation around fatherhood. All right, welcome to Fatherhood Field Notes. I'm uh, grinning from ear to ear. I love talking about fatherhood, and I'm super pumped to welcome my new friend, Randy Mason. What's up, man? Sweet. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to be here. I am equally pumped to talk about all things related to fatherhood. Yeah, man, it's going to be so good. So what's so cool is you know, one of my greatest friends, Cameron Moberg, uh, had connected us and, and you have a great relationship with him too. He's such a solid dude. So he had connected us a couple of weeks ago and here we are. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Cam. Cam is, is amazing. Love that brother. Yeah, he is solid. So to help people get to know you a little bit, um, I'm going to just rapid fire a few questions to give some context. Where do you live? I live in the Bronx in New York city. 
Nice. And have you grown up there your whole life? Yep. I uh, grew up in the Bronx, was born in East Harlem, grew up in the Bronx and, uh, you know, uh, live and work in the Bronx and, and all over the city. Yeah. That's cool. And as I was uh, like looking into all your, your music and all your stuff, I had seen you're connected with James Lopez, which I just did a podcast with him a couple weeks ago. So shout out to him too, because he's, he's a rad dude doing a lot for fatherhood. Sweet. Yeah, he absolutely is. He's, he's, yeah. Brother. Yeah. he's all about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, cool. So how old are you? I am 35. 35 and last you're married? Time, last time I checked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am happily married to a, an amazing uh, woman who's super fly inside and out. That's awesome. And how long you guys been married? Uh, so we've been uh, married seven years. And seven together, years. Together 10 years. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then how many kids you guys have? We have six kids, six wonderful, amazing uh, children. Yep. Dude, not messing around. What's the youngest and the oldest? <laughs> uh, my oldest is uh, Randy. He's he's sixteen. Okay. Yep, he's sixteen. I, we have five boys and one girl. My my oldest is uh, sixteen. Uh, my daughter Ari is thirteen. Elijah is seven. Chris and Josh are twins, and they're five. And John. Okay. John is three. Dude, so we're yeah. like flip-flop. So I got five, so you got me beat, but I've got four <laughs> girls and a boy, but oh, I have and I also have twins, a uh, boy oh, and girl wow. twin. Yeah, Ooh. and they are 10, almost 11. Wow, sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. so fun. Yeah. So you got the spread, man. That is awesome. Yeah. That is He's- awesome. And no more, huh? Um, yeah, for now we're all right. So we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to do it well what we have right now. We'll see yeah. what happens in the in the future. Oh man, that's cool. Um, and what do you do for a living? Um, so I'm an artist and an art educator. So I work as an independent uh, hip hop artist, and then I work at an art organization called Thrive Collective, where uh, we create hope and opportunity in New York City public schools through the arts and mentoring. Um, yeah, man, that's so cool. Yeah, and your music is on Spotify, so people could check you out. Absolutely. Um, and then also bunch of rad videos on YouTube as well as uh super fun instagram i love all the stuff that you put up on there is uh thank you is fun especially the last you know in the last week or two the video you did maybe it was longer than that but Mm -hmm. you and your son he's creating a beat with some pens on a box or something and then Mm -hmm. you are uh rapping on top of that which is which is cool very cool we like the freestyle and jam and have a whole bunch of fun at home so there's always something like that happening and randy he loves to make beats and play drums and different things like that so we we did that uh video for this series that i was doing called the quarantine jam so it's a bunch Mm. of collaborations with different artists and my son was one of the artists yeah man and what i love about it is even your instagram so it's like cameron connected us you know two to four weeks ago and i go and i'm just kind of checking your stuff out and you know if you you like you said you're an artist but if you go look at your instagram your story you're sharing not just promoting you and your art but like your love for your wife your love for your kids fun Mm -hmm. stuff you're doing with your kids it's very uh real and organic it doesn't feel like you're you're trying to push this certain persona, which is really incredible to to be able to do what you love and include your family with it. Right. On. You know, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Solid. It's definitely um, 
something that I'm that I'm passionate about, you know what I mean? Um championing like faith and fatherhood and hip hop and how those worlds um don't have to be, you know, segregated, but mm. a more holistic approach of like who I am at the dinner table is who I am on stage is who I am in, in the classroom. And so like I, I try to be intentional about that kind of holistic uh presentation of of who I am and what I'm about, you know. I think right there, that's huge and hard to do, Um, but powerful for your kids, too, to see that you can be yourself at all times. Um, I'm going to jump into a couple questions. What has been the best resource to you as a father? So you have kids in every stage right now. As you think back, you know, is there a book or a mentor or a person that Mm -hmm. said something to you? Um, What has been a role for you? Or I mean, what has been a good resource for you? Yeah, um, I think one of the greatest resources, especially uh, early on and and still to this day, has been um, Focus on the Family, Ministry Focus on the Mm. Family. I don't know if you guys know about them. They've been around for a very long time. Um, And so I listen to a lot of their podcasts or, you know, videos, different things like that. And that's it. That has been really like super informative. Like I'm actually learning a lot when I listen to um you know, just their uh, content on marriage and on fatherhood. So that's been a great resource. It's been super helpful. Um, And then definitely, um, you know, I've been uh, blessed to have a lot of great mentors in my life, including Mm. my dad. Um, And so my dad is, 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 you know, is is my hero. And so I just watch and observe, you know, him and and learn from him as much as I possibly can. He's been a great, he's been a great help. Um, Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. That's good. yeah, we haven't. We didn't always have the greatest relationship, you know. We had we uh we had a tough time in my adolescence, so it's pretty dope that we are as close as we are now. Um, and yeah, yep. What was the thing that got you guys close after mm-hmm. high school, being a kid, whatever? Sure. Um, so I think it started um when I became a dad. Mm. Um, but even, even then it was a very kind of a slow progression. It really, really, um, uh, we reconciled, um, when we dealt with the stuff that hadn't Mm. been dealt with for years and years and years. So, um, like when we decided to deal with it and it was very intense, Hey Chris, it's my son jumping in here. Um, it was very intense, but we had to have like a really, really hard conversation, um, and and after that, things just just you know got a lot better. You know, exponentially, our yeah. relationship we just we grew tighter, and and we were both open and honest and transparent. And he apologized for things, I apologized for things. Uh, we heard each other out, and so that was really necessary. That's a um, a conversation that I, I encourage you know people to have, and, and including my siblings. You know, me shout out to all my siblings. You know, what I'm saying like not all of us have have gotten to that point. Um, and I, and I feel like it's a necessary place in order to, to make it to the next, uh, you know, phase. Yeah, man, that's powerful. That's powerful because those tough conversations shape and form us if we allow them to. Mm. And that's cool to hear that, that there was restoration from that, you know, right on. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking about your, you and thinking about your dad, you know, um, and being a father, what would you say the role of the father is? Or an aspect mm-hmm. of the role, because that's kind of a heavy question. Sure. Yeah, I think um, ultimately is to um, is to lead and love our kids, 
um, you know, to lead and love them to life, you know, to mm. the things that, that, um, you know, uh, yeah, to lead and love them to life. And, and we, you know, we could unpack what that means and, and what that looks like. But ultimately, I think that's, that's the aim, um, you know, to, to equip them and to empower them, um, by loving them and by leading them, um, you know, to the best life that they could possibly have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah man that's good that's good so this podcast is called fatherhood field notes and we're already doing it right you're open up your life so that other fathers can listen in and gain some wisdom some life experience from what you have lived through so that they can grow themselves the theme the overarching theme is rebel and create and uh what that means it could be something small like you're rebelling against um leaving before your kids wake up in the morning so that you can see them and kiss them goodbye. Or you're rebelling against something this lifelong, I'm rebelling against you know, what the world told me a man is. But not just to rebel, to be destructive, but to create something out of that. So when the wall's torn down of being there in the morning, so what does your presence look like? What are you creating in the morning? Or on this lifelong rebelling against what you were told a man is, what are you creating in your life to show what a man is? So what's something on a small scale, big scale that you are rebelling against and what do you hope to create out of that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that um, something that I'm rebelling against, the idea that fatherhood and like living out your dreams as an artist, as a creative cannot coexist. Um, The idea that you know, the stereotype that, you know, when you become a dad and become a father that you abandon, you know, like a large aspect of who you are as a person, I I think that is, um, is untrue, but I think that, um, sometimes we, uh, we tend to do that. So, um, so I'm rebelling against that. I'm rebelling that also on the other side of that coin that, um, be, you know, being an artist and a creative, um, that that father you know that you can you can champion things like family and fatherhood and uh marriage in your art um so mm. yeah so the stereotypes on the music artist side right like you know what i mean like dads don't belong here type of thing and on the flip side as a dad like yo you know i so to make it more i try to make it more clear at home with my kids and with my family i champion art i champion hip-hop i champion you know, those things. And then when I'm in the hip hop spheres and, and music and art world, I champion faith and the family and marriage, if that makes sense. So I try to, to, uh, so to rebelling against the idea that those worlds don't, can't, you know, be one. Yeah. You know, I hope that's clear. I'm trying to, no, it is so clear. <laughs> Why is that important to you? Yeah. Um, it's important to me, I think for a number of reasons, uh, one, because I want I want my kids, you know, to know, you know, that as they get older um, and eventually, hopefully, Lord willing, become, you know, parents that um, becoming uh, a parent isn't um, isn't the end. Right. Of like yeah. your passions and your dreams and, and your uh, ambitions in life. Um, but it's a continuation and it's a part of your passions and your dreams and aspirations in life, right? But um, again, I think I, I see often like people like, oh yeah, I used to do this, I used to sing, I used to dance, I used to paint, I used to, but you know, I'm just 
just kind of getting by now. I'm a dad. I'm a parent now. I'm yeah, I'm a dad now. So I've yeah. grown up, right? Which so that that's like mm. that whole I've grown up thing. I, I think is is a misconception. Um, and I think that when your children see you doing what you love to do, and they see you alive and passionate and on fire, um, that I think that is infectious and it's contagious, um, and it spreads um, possibility and hope and opportunity um, throughout the family. And then again, on the flip side, um, in like the art world, um, I think it's important for our narrative to be told, for our stories to be told as dads, as husbands, as as people who love God and 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 love um, uh, love our our families. You know what I mean? I feel like that story needs to be told. It shouldn't be um, absent from the world of music and art, um, but it should be it should be present. It should be you know at the forefront. So, man, that's really cool because if I think about so much music. Just for an example of music, it's like the world that they're painting isn't really a real world, right? The thing I'm singing about, I'm rapping about, I'm talking about isn't actually what I'm doing. So we're creating these false identities and then we're creating this false idea in, let's just say, youth or people's minds of what life is supposed to look like. So you're bringing a reality of the beauty of life into your art and like they're both coexisting right on yeah i think i think that's um you know and it resonates you know like when people hear like i like to think of like you know the word like your story is our story you know what i mean so like when when i hear a little bit of my story in yours there's a connection made there's a bridge i'm like mm. oh snap he he deals with that too like yeah i'm a dad it's pretty cool to hear somebody rap about that because you know what I mean? It's something that I experienced or or marriage or, you know, all those different um, themes that we spoke about. So I think it's for me, it's it's super important. I really enjoy it. And um, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a it's a blessing for sure. Yeah, man. OK, so I got some questions now coming out of this. So say I'm a dad and I'm 35 years old and I gave up on stuff 10 years ago because I just I thought that when I had my kid, I just needed to put my head down and go to work and that's it right and so a little bit of my soul's been sucked out of me because i didn't hold on to some of the things that were important to me how do i get back to that that place and how do i possibly include my family in it so it's not that i have to just go do this thing that's separate yeah that's a great question i think that um you know, our, our dreams never really leave us. You know what I mean? It, on mm. the contrary, I feel like they, they haunt us. If, <laughs> if we try to wish them away or we try to like hide them in the attic or pack them in a box, they haunt us. And, and it has an adverse effect on our li- on our marriages and the way that we, uh, our relationships ultimately, um, in my opinion, because there's God hardwired our brains god planted something in our soul and our hearts for us to do and to bring to the world and so long as we ignore that and neglect that we're not really being our full selves and so if i'm not being who i fully was created to be then um that's going to impact my marriage going to impact my relationship with my children so i think that and that's why you know a lot of us feel that emptiness is like man i know that like I have this, 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 this idea or these, these dreams or whatever that I'm just, I feel like I don't have the time or whatever to do. Um, so I guess my, my, you know, what I would say is, it's just to spend some time thinking about, you know, 
those things, you know what I mean? That you kind of, uh, uh, that are, have become dormant, you know, those, those passions, those dreams, those ideas and revisit them, begin to think about them, begin to talk about them with, with your spouse or with your kids or with friends or someone you trust and just be like, yo, you know, I, I used to like play music or whatever, you know, whatever thing is. And then little by little, just begin to do it, you know, to the best of your ability. Um, again, that, that might, it looked, it definitely looked different, um, depending on, um, you know, your context. Right. So for me, I've just an example for me. Right. So I play, you know, I play the Cajon drum and I mm -hmm. haven't always, I haven't always, um, invested the time and practice that I would like to, you know what I mean? I've kind of just let it, you know, slip. And, uh, but recently I'm like, yo, I'm going to just play whatever, 15 20 30 minutes a day and just continue playing because it's something that's important to me um and that turns into an hour here and there and what happens is like you said well how do you how do you not allow that thing to like get in the way of your marriage or your kids or your family that's that's an, an important um thing to figure out but for one i'll start by saying when i do those things i'm a better husband and i'm a better dad and not not by my own uh like like I feel that way. This is the feedback that I'm I, that I receive from you know the children and from my wife. Why? Because again, going back to what I feel is that God designed me to 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 be this person. And so when right. I'm when I'm living that out, I'm I'm healthier, I'm happier, I'm you know what I mean, I'm holier, I I, I feel closer to God because I'm doing what He's given me to do. Um and my family is now included in that because they're not they're not in the way of that you know what i mean they're a part of that yeah yeah um, and that can become challenging you know what i mean it's not always so black and white you know maybe maybe uh you know maybe your spouse doesn't see that or recognize that and they're like yo you just want to go play music or whatever like i'm not feeling that that's that's a real thing um and so um you know it, there's there's a lot of dynamics to it but at the very base you know, at the, at the very, you know, fun, like just to start, think about those things and begin to um, try to try to put them into practice as best you can, whether that's 10 minutes, 15, 20, 30 minutes a day, if it's writing, if it's reading, if it's, you know, um, you know, fitness or whatever it is like, do it, man, do it because life is short, not to go on a ramp, but my grandfather, before he passed away, you know, he was up in age, ill and he's in the kitchen. He looked at me and he told me, he was like, listen, those things that you have in your heart to do, do them now. He said, because before you know it, you're going to be where I am and you're going to wish that you had done those things. And it was interesting because up until that point, I felt like I've been I've been receiving um, the opposite advice of like, just, you know, just chill, you know, mm. you know, make sure that you're just, you know, your things are in order and you're taking care of what you need to take care of and blah, 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 blah. But he was, he was, now I'm getting it from like the OG who's about to leave yeah. the world. And he's like, here's, here's the trick. Life is fast. It's going to, it's going to come and go. So do it now. And that really inspired me like, okay, I'm going to do it um, now. And obviously all of this, um, you know, you know, everything that we're speaking about, I don't want to just assume, but, um, you know, loving, you know, loving our wives and loving our children, obviously that's, that's the primary, that's, that's the, the paramount thing. Right. Um, and so that's gotta be first, man, you know, healthy relationships. Yeah. But I think that it's part of it. And I think that this idea that we don't have enough time 
is a lie. Mm. So I think like step one is like I'm hearing you talk. It's like, dude, you're this is our life. Mm. We all have the same amount of time. We have time, right? right? So so get get that idea out of your head. You don't have enough time, and then just figure out what's important to you, and then work backwards. You know, like do it. But I mean, man, one of the things you said at the very beginning of this what we you start talking about is our dreams never leave us and you said something to the effect of like they may actually haunt us right on. and i think dude that's so deep so then it's like you think of okay let's just like paint this picture of this typical dad who's kind of and this is not really the typical dad but like this cultural dad of who's kind of upset he's got a crappy job he comes home he has a drink he's kind of disappointed he might have this dream that's inside of him that he's not harnessing. And so he's not able to love his wife to the best of his ability or love his kids. And it's not like you said, well, every night I'm going to go ahead and go play my guitar for two hours because that's what makes me happy. Mm. No, you fit it in and you work backwards to these are all important. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't really think balance exists either. I mm -hmm. think we go, we ebb and flow and we might lean into our creative side and then realize, Oh, I need to go, I need to date my wife a little bit better mm -hmm. than I have been. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I, I haven't done something with my kids. So it's kind of like just this awareness yep. more than a balance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, this is powerful. so, this two, is so good. Yeah. Two things you just brought to mind re really quickly. Um, one, you mentioned the, um, the time, and value yeah. right so mm. a, a lot of it comes down to like what what do we value right because um that's where we're going to spend our time on the things that we value most um and so the other day i had this like just moment it was a funny moment you know i'm like my son had said something to me something to me uh my five-year-old about abs he's like dad why don't you have abs I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like oh yeah word okay so i was all inspired to work out and so i'm like oh i'm gonna work out you know and so I was getting ready to start working out. And then I was like, you know what? I think I have about an hour window of time here. I'm going to play my drum instead. And and I laughed because, and I told my wife, I was like, babe, I think that I want to be good at this drum more than I want to have abs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was like the value thing. I was like, all right, in that moment, it, it seems like silly and trivial, but realistically, that's what it comes down to. It's like, yo, you have windows of opportunity and then you have to assign you know your value system to them and say okay like like you just said all right maybe this is time that to date my wife and to watch a movie or you know cook her breakfast in bed maybe this is time to write a song or to you know or to work out or whatever it may be the other thing you mentioned was balance about balance um you know uh maybe doesn't really exist and i've been i've been thinking about that a lot and listening to folks talk about that too and um an interesting like a picture that someone had described to me that stuck with me was um was uh of someone juggling right juggling mm. like like five balls right mm -hmm. and you're juggling um three of those balls are um are rubber balls and so if they hit the ground they'll bounce back up but like two are, are glass mm. you know what i mean and so he gave that picture of like which you know what i mean knowing what you can drop and it'll bounce back and everything will be all right. And what you need to catch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then also, in addition to that picture is, um, you know, like when you're juggling, it's like, it's not balance. It's knowing, you know, 
like to, when you have to throw something up and when you have to catch the next thing it's more it has more of a, like a rhythm to it you know what i mean i think you mentioned yeah. with ebb and flow it's more you know than balance so um yeah that's the, and, and i think yeah i think that requires you to be in tune with not just your value or need for that ball but like what does that ball need or the glass ball right and mm -hmm. so it's like being in tune with what my wife needs, being in tune with where my kids are at, who their mm -hmm. friends are, and not in a controlling stance, but just knowing mm -hmm. who they are, right? Because then I can then I can be better at that juggling of mm -hmm. knowing when to let go and when I need to grab it. And yeah, I mean, being in tune is is very difficult because so much of the time we spend so much time thinking about ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, what's Absolutely. life in my world versus putting myself in my kids shoes you know right, my spouse's absolutely. shoes and what they need might not be what we think they need yeah you know I mean? yeah it's that whole like so, love language thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so next question on the um just kind of going off of what we've been talking about here you got six kids at home right yes, and yes, and sir. and you being in tune with them and being creative and bringing hip-hop and stuff that's important in the home and you said um the role of the fathers to love and lead them to life um and really you know what is life to them what is success to them so how do you be in tune with each of your kids to help them find their passion in life to help them see their creative so it's not just oh well dad's into hip-hop so we got to be into hip-hop right and so you know, I always think of like the football star who never made it. And so he just like forcing his kid to be the football player. Right on. Um, how do you let your kids kind of find their way? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I think, you know, learning how to love them uniquely. Um, mm -hmm. Somebody said that to me one time, too. They were like, God doesn't love us equally. He loves us uniquely. And I thought that was pretty cool. It's like, yeah, wow. Because, you know, we're unique beings. And so it's a right. specific, very only for you. And I think with fatherhood, it, it's a similar aspect of loving our kids uniquely and kind of learning, um, you know, loving them uniquely and like learning who they are. And so, um, yeah, like hip hop, what we do in the house with, with music and all that kind of stuff is, is it's always, I'm sorry, it's so loud in here, fatherhood, right? It's a fatherhood podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, you know, like that stuff is just organic, like us just playing the same way we wrestle and the same way we play with Nerf guns and play with water in the backyard. It's just something that happens naturally and we just enjoy uh, doing it. But like, I'm not a skater. My seven-year-old loves to skate, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a painter. My daughter loves to paint, right? So we 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 got her a bunch of canvas and a bunch of paint, and we really, you know, encourage her to to do the visual arts. And and you know, um, Eli with his skating, we're watching like YouTube, like uh, you know, Vans, uh, what do you call it? You know, the competitions that they have and stuff like that. And he's learning tricks or whatever. Um, so yeah, definitely like learning, you know, who they are, what they love, and what they're interested in at, in the moment. Um, and then trying to support that and say, hey, that's awesome. That's dope. Um, let's do that. Uh, so, yeah, just I think loving them and learning them uniquely is is helpful and obviously easier said than done. But, um, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, man, that's cool. And then, yeah, because I think it's that it's back to that word balance. It's teaching them what you have. Like as a father, you get to impart 
something to them, but it sounds more like it's not that you necessarily need to impart. You are all going to do the same thing as me, but this bigger picture of creativity, right? So where can you be creative? Where do you enjoy your life? And then I'm going to walk alongside you as you are figuring out what you enjoy to do, what you enjoy to make. So it's almost more about enjoying life and being creative and being in tune with them to help them see what, what they enjoy. Absolutely. Which is, it it can be a challenge, can be a scary thing, right? Because if it's something that's outside of our frame of knowledge or even reference, it's like, wait, Mm -hmm. what is that thing you're interested in? And I think going back to like my childhood and and generations past, that was a really big um, issue um, where, where dads were like, Hey, this is what it is. Like I'm a carpenter, here's the trade or I'm a pastor. Right. So you're going to, what's up, Baba? So the child is expected to kind of like follow suit. Mm-hmm. I know growing up when I was like, yo, I'm into hip hop. My folks were like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what are you going to do with that? You know, and now they're they're all about it and they're they're very supportive and it's really cool. Um, but again, it could, initially it could be challenging if it's something that's just outside of our familiarity. Um, but it's important for us to um, to support, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, our kids are interested in it and into um, yeah. yeah and learn from them or yeah we have a lot that we can learn from our kids that's for sure so having six kids and being married uh i see that marriage you know and hearing you talk marriage is really important to you one why is marriage matter and two how do you invest in that marriage having six kids and yeah. working and life and all that yeah another great question man uh so marriage Man, why does it marriage? I mean, why does it matter? That's funny. Uh, we uh, had a song a couple of years ago. A friend and I wrote a song called Marriage Matters. Um, and I think marriage um, is super important to me. Um, I love my wife. She's amazing. I, I could do nothing um, apart from, you know what I mean? Like apart from the the jet fuel that she infuses into me on a daily basis. Like, She's such an encourager. Um, you know, when I want to, like, I want to give up all the time. You know what I mean? Like everything. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't. And she's like, she's mm. totally like, no, like you were, you were made for this. You got it. You know what I mean? Like I show up sometimes people are like, how do you even do this with the family? I'm like, yo, if I didn't do this, my wife would not be happy. You know what I mean? She, she wants me to, um, to be who God created me to be. So, um, marriage is super important, man, because it's like, it's, 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 fundamental to um you know family which is like you know uh the nucleus of community and then you know even on a larger base you know society um i think it's that pyramid you know what i mean it's that it's that um you know two you know two two are better than one that's that's for sure but um i'm trying i'm trying to find the right words to say man marriage is just super important man i think that uh you know when you well you said it yeah, you said ahead. a comment a second ago. You said one is the nucleus to the family. Okay, so like we just, just you know, we just, we say stuff, mm-hmm. right? You just said that, and we heard it, and we did, and we kept talking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we really think like it, it does a father mm-hmm. really believe that the marriage is the center of the family? Like if you look around, mm-hmm. we kind of act like the kids are the center of the family mm-hmm. a lot of the time, or whatever else it is. Like if you look at your time, so we talked about time and we talked about value. If we look at 
the last three weeks, are we treating our marriage like it's the nucleus of our family? That like, is, bro, yeah, nobody's super, spending that <laughs> time, right? Yeah. And then, and then you led into this other comment. You know, I, you're just kind of spitballing an answer, but the the truth behind your answer, mm. one, it's the nucleus to the family. If if every dude just believed that and invested in their wife, the world would just look different. Yeah, right. Sure. And then the next thing you said is. It's the center. Was it the something about community? Mm -hmm, Okay. Mm -hmm, yeah. So, so, so take it a step further. Mm -hmm. The marriage unit, if respected as the nucleus to the family, then leads into what does our community look like? Mm, yeah. Right. Because we have families that are centered around a truth, and I think one of the biggest truths is like, dude, how different? Like you, you said you want to give up all the time. Mm -hmm. Your spouse encourages you not to. Like how. God puts us with somebody who's opposite us. Right. <laughs> and I think, you know, if you look culturally, man, we just want to disagree and be in like, well, I only hang out with 36 year old dads with five kids. That's the mm -hmm. only kind of people I, you know, and it, it works. I could do that on Facebook. I could create a group and only hang out with those dudes. Right. That does not help me grow as a human because mm -hmm. I am not put in any conflict mm -hmm. where I have to extend grace and forgiveness mm -hmm. right and all those things, you know? So dude, what you said is just, oh, if we could just believe that our world will look different. So absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, man, you know, yeah. It, you just touched, you just touched on a whole bunch as well, man. Like, no, you know, opportunity uh, to grow as a human through conflict, through being in relationship, close, intimate relationship with someone who is different you mm. know, than you, someone who has different, you know um makeup and views than than you um and so marriage does that as well marriage is 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 like you know a refiner um and 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 it provides opportunity to experience what all the things you just mentioned grace and forgiveness and mercy and love and all those things um to the you know to a great degree um so yeah marriage is marriage is super important man we so my wife and i we really we try you know what i mean it's hard but we try to 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 uh to honor that you know what i'm saying to honor that because it's the fountainhead as well you know what i mean like it starts at the top um yeah it's see that the kids know what's going on um and um yeah man. so how do you how do you honor that how do you like well yeah. tell me something practical that you intentionally do yeah to make sure that you are investing in your marriage yeah oh i guess a couple of things i would say you know one um you know, presence, right? So we try to, you know, I try to, we try to eat, you know, meals together on the regular um, and just be in close proximity to one another. Um, and so that's really dope because we get to, you know, have coffee and breakfast together and talk and, you know, dinner and stuff like that. Um, you know, we, we try to honor like going on dates and things like that. And it, when it gets away from us, um, you know, I, I try, I put it on the calendar. I'm like, oh, I bet like it has to be like, like, you know, almost like you would for work, like on Thursday right. at eight o'clock, I have to be somewhere. Boom. On Friday at eight o'clock, we have to be somewhere. And so we, we, we try to do that as well. And then, and then what's been, um, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, you said something about like something along the lines of, um, man, like meeting the need of your spouse right, mm. or of your child and how yeah. that need might not be what you esteem as the most greatest need. Right. But for them it is. And so I've been trying to, 
to learn that, right? Like, oh, my wife likes this. She values this. You know, I maybe I don't so much. But so trying to lean into those things to, um, you know, to, uh, you know, whether whether that's watching like NCIS or something or yeah. whether that's picking up a crunch bar at the store or whether that's, you know what I mean, um, playing a certain game or whatever it is. So just trying to like learn those things and be like, yo, she loves this. Um, maybe I don't love it that much, but I love her that much. And so, you know, leaning into those things and trying to do them and then seeing the, the response is so rewarding. Another small thing that the kids has been happening during this quarantine. It's, I, it's, it's like funny, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so like my wife would be on a zoom, like work call in the other room, right? She, she works at a school and so she's doing that. And so I'll make something like, you know, that she likes for, to eat, like a parfait or whatever. And I'll give it to one of my boys. I'm like, hey, go bring this to mom. And, and now they always ask me, they're like, did she ask? And I'm like, no. And they're like, yes, because because they recognize it's like a surprise. It's like a thing. That's oh, gonna really, like, yeah. She's going to be like surprised and happy. It's a gesture of like love and kindness. And initially it started like I just did it. Did she asked, I'm like, no, just go give it to mom. But now yeah. they're always asking. And, and it makes me want to do that more. Right. That so those are like some things that we're trying to do. Well, what's cool is your boys are obviously noticing that there's a response they get from a female when they surprise them and do a kind gesture out of love. They're getting a response from her when they come in with a treat or food mm. that wasn't something she asked for. And so they're more pumped, which is so cool that you're yeah. teaching your boys that like they don't even realize and their future spouses, right? Like you're investing this into them now to go know the need before there's a need, mm. right? Um, I'm not doing this because you asked. I mean, mm. I'll, you know, I still want to do things when you ask me, yeah. but it's just like, dude, what a rad gift to give your kids. And those are little things, you know, where we might say, oh, well, I plan this two week trip for me and my wife to Paris every year. You know, like we might just think that the answer needs to be this big yeah, thing when, when at the end of life, it's like those, it was those little things on the yeah. day to day that were consistent and important, you know, dude, I was challenged. Oh, go mm -hmm. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, just, that's a gem. What you just said about like the day to day, man, I think that might be, like almost like most important because I, 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 I personally, I freak out like when it's birthday season or when it's mm. like anniversary or holidays. Cause I'm like, Oh, like I gotta do it right. I gotta do it big. And then, you know, and, and, but then I always remind myself like, man, do it right every day, you know, to the best of your ability. You know what I mean? Right. Like that matters so much more than, you know, you doing something awesome one day a year, you know what I mean? So that's, I think you touched on yeah. it and that struck a chord. It's, so. it's good because I think sometimes we'll want to go blow out a birthday or whatever because we suck half of the <laughs> yeah, year, yeah. right? So we're trying to make up yeah, yeah. for not being around or not being in tune. And, yeah. and then we're like, I mean, yeah, man, I was just going to – like I was challenged mm. recently, dude. Like I don't know who said it to me, but, but uh, am I a boring husband sometimes? Like mm. am I doing boring dates? <laughs> and dude, last night we were driving in the car and, you know, we, we, we've been kind of on this hiatus the last two months. And so we were driving in the car, my wife and I, and I was like, all right, here's a couple of things. Like I'm trying to be in tune on, um, that I'm going to be doing. And it's an open door. You know, if, if there's anything else that you're needing, like, just please let me know, you know, yeah, right, um, right. 
because I can't always guess. Yep. I can't always guess, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and I made a comment about our dates. I was like, all right, I'm gonna make sure like every two weeks I'm gonna take you on a date, yep. and uh, and they're not gonna be lame. And she's like, oh, your dates are good. And I like, she was driving. I looked over. I was like, it's no, no. I, I said, I have way more game than that. Yeah, like just yeah. at the spur of the moment going, we're going to go do the same damn thing we did last right. time. Yeah. No, I want to be like when I first met you and I'm trying mm. to surprise you mm -hmm. and you're excited to go mm. because you know what I mean? Like, I, dude, yeah. I don't want to be a boring husband. Right on. Shoot. Oh yeah. my gosh. So that's just like been on my mind lately. That's powerful. Challenge, challenging me. It's super convicting, super challenging. And I think the, the implication is that what I'm hearing too behind that is that like, um, like it doesn't like, you know, you get married. It's not, um, it's not the end. It's the beginning. Right. For one. Um, it's not like, Oh, I won. Like, all right, now we're good. We're cool. It's like, yo, just the same way if you want to get better at your craft as an artist as a speaker as an orator as it as an mc as a painter what do you do you learn you listen you read you watch things you practice 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 and you push yourself to go to do better each time mm -hmm. i think it's the same thing with marriage it's like yo like how could i be better today like i want to be a i want to be a better husband i want to be a doper husband um, yep and so you again you 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 learn you try you experiment you know what i mean you you fail you drop the ball you learn from that and but you're constantly pushing like, yo, how can I be better at this? Um, because, you know, there's no school for that. Like we didn't go to school. No. There's no college. No. There's no degree. There's no like master's degree. Like, OK, you're, you're ready now. Marriage. You got it all figured out. It's like, yo. So it's like learn on the job and continuous continually um, you pursue. We, we were reading in Philippians last night how Paul like is pursues perfection, although it may not be, you know, obtainable, still pressing on for that, like trying to reach that mark. Um, and, and ultimately knowing, man, that, you know, sometimes like I have this thought process. I don't, I, I don't know if this is going to be, I don't know if it's depressing or not, but <laughs> you know, I think about, you know, sometimes I'm like, yo, I can do an awesome job and still miss the mark. I can do an awful job and still get the part. Like, I feel like I'm learning that in life. Like sometimes mm. I feel that I've done terribly and yet we still win. And then on the flip side, I'm like, yo, I put in all this effort, all this work, and and I still bombed, like, or, or it just didn't connect in the way that I thought it would or translate. And so ultimately, I'm like, man, that's out of my hands to some degree. So all that I can do is just continue to pursue, you know, uh, just Im improvement and and becoming better as a father and as a husband on a daily basis. And knowing that that's that. Oh, here's what I'm trying to say: is not being attached to the outcome. But being, being mm, yeah. more being more um engaged with the process, right? Yeah. So maybe she's not crazy about this thing I just bought her. And I'm like, what? Right? But, but it's not about the product. It's about like, yo, it it do I love her enough that the process is still worth it, regardless of how what the outcome is. Like I put it, you know, I put my heart into this because I love her. Okay, she wasn't crazy about it. All right, keep it moving. Onward we go. Like the process is to continue. Learn from it. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Don't let it bum you out and be like, all right, shoot, I'm never going to buy anything ever again. Right? I think we <laughs> right. get into those modes of like, well, fine, forget it. I tried. I'm over it. Sure. No, nah, dude, learn from it. Right on. Like, enjoy the process. I I don't know why we're so tied to outcomes. I mean, I'm, yeah. I, I am fighting that regularly of yeah. tied to the outcome. Like I did this. So you should respond like this. Like that is just a disappointing way to live life. Yeah, it is. Um,
man, something you said about, you know, there's no school for fatherhood and stuff. And as I'm sitting here thinking, man, we're just talking about marriage. I mean, fatherhood incorporates all of it, but Mm -hmm. you are teaching your son, like going back to just him, Mm -hmm. you know, one of your sons taking the food, like Mm -hmm. that is the school. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, one of the very first questions I asked is what's the role of the father. And I think that's something with rebel and create what I'm trying to uncover Mm -hmm. for myself and fathers everywhere is like, what's my role? Because Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to see a woman get pregnant and then, you know, have a baby and then nurse that it's like very easy. It's easier. I should say to see that there's an obvious role there. Right. Right. And and, and so there's kind of this rite of passage. And Mm -hmm. so for the mother and for the father, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more of a struggle, like, okay, what's my role. But Mm -hmm. going back to that is like, your role is to teach your child what fatherhood means. Mm-hmm. Right. Like uh-huh. you have 18 years or so to teach this kid. What does it mean? And fatherhood isn't just being a parent to a kid. It's mm. it's being a husband to a spouse. Mm. It's being a like all the things that you are. And what we said at the very beginning was you were talking about being yourself in all aspects of your life. Mm. Right. And I think that is just such a beautiful role to play in your kids lives to show them that you don't have to be different people you know, or different person for, for different people or different aspects, right on. um, how to be true to, like you've said kind of over and over is this, mm-hmm. this thing that God has put inside of you. Right on. Um, man, I love right. it. Okay. So as we're kind of coming to the end of our hour, is there any last thoughts or anything that you want to share before I ask my last question about fatherhood? Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I, I guess, you know, it's just, um, you know, Remember that, you know, this is a lifelong thing, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, um, you know, there, there's no finish line there. There is no finish line. Um, and so we got to just continue running the race and know that, um, like you said earlier, you know, learn from, from our, our, our mistakes and celebrate the the victories and keep on running. It's a marathon, you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah. Dude, I, I love it because I think sometimes I'll even get in the trap of thinking, oh my goodness, like my oldest is 14. So she's going to be a freshman in high school. Mm. I'm like, dude, she's gone. You know, she's going to be gone in four years yeah. and, and fatherhood's over. Mm-hmm. But your grandfather mm-hmm. had shared wisdom with you at the end of his life mm-hmm. that is shaping your life. So what you just said that this is a lifelong fatherhood is a posture towards life, right? So your grandfather was imparting wisdom into you still as he is leaving his time on this earth. And so you and I have a whole lifetime Mm -hmm. to have a posture of fatherhood towards our children, our grandchildren, even those who aren't our children, right? We're, we're, we're out, uh, just other men like you and I right now, we're, 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 embracing our role as fathers to share life with each other and grow you know right i on. love it yeah right on oh dude i feel like we've been talking Good for stuff. 10 minutes i'm so sad <laughs> um all right so what's the legacy you're gonna leave so if in 30 years you go look into the homes of your children and you see them with their spouse with their kids how they're acting wherever they live now you're just peering through the window and they are they are living some kind of life out. Now they might not say our dad taught us this, but you will see that your day-to-day life, 
left a legacy? What do you see in those homes that, or what do you hope to see in those homes that, that, uh, that you lived out today? Mm. Yeah, man, that's, that's another great question. Um, I think, um, a couple of things that come to mind are, um, you know, um, purpose, passion, you know, and, and, uh, and passion on purpose <laughs> and peace, you know, those are things that come to mind. Like, um, I, 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 I would hope that, you know, they are living out, um, a life of, of peace and passion and purpose that they would, they would be have an awareness of the, of their purpose in life as a dad, mm. as a, as a husband or a wife, um, as a creative or, or, a you know, builder or whatever it is that they do. Um, that they would have like this sense of like purpose, like, yo, I have a purpose in life that I am fulfilling and will be continually fulfilling until the end of my, you know, life. Um, I think that's really important, you know, purpose. Man, I love it. I mean, that is a legacy, right? You you said it at the very, very beginning that the role of the father is to uh, lead in love to life, mm. right? And we think about life feeling alive Mm-hmm. When I feel alive, I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. I'm doing it on purpose, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, right on. And there's a sense of peace that comes mm-hmm. from living my life that way. Right on. And as you've talked about, you know, we work so hard, man, on like, am I doing the right thing? And we don't notice that the little things I'm doing, mm-hmm. the little things you're doing, like even your kids running around you, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've heard your kids running around you. Mm-hmm. Like it's all, it's, you're living everything, man. You're living this role. And I think that without even realizing it, you're, you're showing those three things to your kids, Amen. right? Like you're showing that to them through every minute of your day. Now, you know, mm-hmm. I know how life goes, but yeah. that is what you are working to do. And man, I just love it, dude. You're building that legacy for your family. Um, Randy, dude, <laughs> so good. I, I, I so enjoy meeting you and talking about fatherhood and hearing the way that you live your life uh, on purpose. Word up. Likewise, man, this has been great. And I'm looking forward to uh, continuing to build with you. And yeah, uh, yeah, this is great, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Yeah. And I just, you know, keep being uh, that in tune husband, father, friend out there in the community, teaching kids to hold on to their dreams, their creativity um and that uh their dreams would go with them through life and not haunt them right on and uh you're you're living that so thank you continue doing that and i appreciate your time man yo likewise thank you what another rich conversation around fatherhood i loved hearing randy's perspective on fatherhood i loved hearing his kids run around and how he really is living a life uh that is just seems very well-rounded in being a father, a husband, and being in tune with his passions. Um, I know that I was inspired uh, just to live my life fully engaged with my kids, letting them see all the aspects of my life. I hope that you were too. I really loved where we talked about marriage and the importance of marriage. I just think that's such a solid nugget for us to remember the value for our families when we invest in those marriages. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation around fatherhood. Please share it if you did. Like it, write a review. Don't forget 
forget to go check out Rebel and Create's new Adventure of Fatherhood gift box. There's 50 of them for this Father's Day. Great opportunity to hook up a father. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. What you do matters. Please don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kid's spouse and community needs. This is your guide, Ned. Shout together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. All right. Talk to you next time.